This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It is Thursday, February 9th, and we are here trying to take financial inquiries and make sense of them. They're your inquiries. And they could be problems, but they could be opportunities. And it could be that you're making a big decision in your life and you need to figure out whether your money can support that decision. Maybe it's a new job. Maybe you're worried about getting downsized because everyone's freaking out and worried that the entire economy is rolling over. I don't know if it is. I'm just saying you could be worried about that, in which case now's an excellent time to get in touch with us. Now is always a time to get in touch with us, by the way. And you can do that by going to jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button there. A form will come up. You complete the form at the bottom of the form. There's a box. It says, would you be willing to come on the show? When you check the box, Mark Talercio, best executive producer in the world, will do the rest. Hi, Mark. How are you? I am doing well. How are you? I'm well. So this is the uh, run up. This is our last show before, wait, Super Bowl weekend. Now, for the record, as a New York fan, how did you feel about the Philadelphia Eagles getting a little love from the Empire State Building? That has like caused the uproar here in New York City. The Empire State Building can be illuminated in different colors. And so, you know, sometimes they're really fun things that are going on and it's uh, sometimes it's a team and after the Eagles won their conference championship, there was there was a little bit of a nod from the Empire State Building, and I guess it was the Eagles colors. And New York fans who, you know, I think historically hate Philadelphia uh, went insane. Was this a New York Post kind of thing, like a tabloid thing that went on for a bit? Oh, yeah. It was on all the front cover. Social media was going nuts over it. Like, why on earth would you light the Empire State Building in the colors of a Philadelphia team? This is New York City. There are hated rivals. What are you doing? Yeah. And how did you feel about that? I did not care at all. (laughs) (laughs) Mainly because I'm not I'm not a diehard. I really don't care about the Giants. They win, they lose. I don't care. So it didn't impact me. I mean, if you were, wait a second, but if it were like, okay, the Philadelphia Flyers win the Stanley Cup, you would not be happy. 
No, no, no. That that would bother me. So I get it. If I, if you're a diehard Giants fan, live and die, bleed blue, I get it. Uh, I didn't care that much, but I get it also. It's sort of stupid. It's like, uh, let's try to avoid unforced errors, gang. Let's try to do that. All right. So Super Bowl weekend coming up. I'm going to my sister. She got this massive new TV. I'm so psyched. And the only thing I'm scared about is she just also got a new rug. So I'm the person who jumps up and drops something, you know, so I don't want to be that person. Hang on. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to make sure that I, I, I sort of eat in the kitchen and watch from beyond. Okay. So right now, let's go talk to one of our fantastic listeners. It's Anna and Anna's on the line from Minneapolis. Welcome to the program, Anna. What's going on? Hey, thanks so much for having me. Of course. What's happening? What, what, what can we do for you? Yeah, so I uh, wrote in to, to ask about how to pay for a home remodel. So mm. we have done a lot of saving, probably not in the most efficient kind of places. We already own a house and we would like to add on to it to uh, accommodate our family. Um, all right. As long as we're getting a big, huge media room with where we can watch movies and Mark and I can come visit, that's fine with us. We'll figure out how to do this. So tell us a little bit about yourselves. We're both in our 30s. Um, we've got three kids. We're living in a one bathroom house right now. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Already that's a red light for me. Like we have to help you immediately. There are five people in a household and there's one bathroom. No good. How old are the kids? Four, six and nine. Mark, don't you feel like hysterically like, oh, my God, three kids, four, six, nine. Don't you feel like Theo's so easy? You got it easy, man. Puts things in perspective. Yes. Sure does. Are you guys both working from home or are you working in offices? Like, I'm just wondering how much of the pressure you have to bear at home. Well, I can work in the office and I actually do choose to work in the office most of the time. How much do you earn? Um, my base is 160. You're married? right? Yes. Spouse also works from home or in the office? Yeah, he's a general contractor. So he neither. Uh, How much does he make about? I know that fluctuates. Yeah. So I would say about 75 take home. That's great. Do you contribute to a retirement account? And if so, how much do you put in? I max out mine. And then my husband maxes out his both sides of his uh, 401k. Okay. So he's got like a solo 401k? Yeah. So you mean on your take home, you're both putting away for this year, 22,500? Yeah. Wow. That is a lot, man. Fantastic. How much do you each have in retirement accounts? I think I have like 400,000. Holy crap. You're only in your 30s. This is amazing. How about, how about him? I am not totally sure uh, probably in in about the same realm yeah. that's a lot of money for you guys with three kids with three kids exactly right i i have to presume six and nine are in public school mm-hmm. thank yep. god thank you thank you for that any money set aside for their education we've received some money for them but not we've we've set aside like twelve thousand, but then we have sixty thousand. Are you thinking public college or or do you care about it? I mean, I I hate to put words in your mouth because I don't really care. Like whatever you want to do is what we want to do. So what are you thinking about for college? So for our oldest, I think he can actually probably get his first two years paid for. Why is he a hockey Um, player? (laughs) No, no, we're not athletic at all. (laughs) Um, No, here here in uh, Minnesota, it's pretty common for 
high school students to do their last two years at a junior college. What? I never heard of that. That's amazing. Post-secondary. So basically you do two years of high school and then your last two years are like community college and you got two years in the can? Yep. (gasps) I love that idea. Mark's moving to uh, Minneapolis right now, getting Theo ready. Once you do the community college, is it sort of a pipeline into public college? It is, yeah, to, to kind of the flagship universities. So let's talk a little bit about the cash on hand that you have. So like just we did education. Tell us about the savings level that you have, like beyond the retirement, beyond education. What other money do you have floating around for this remodel? Give me non-retirement assets. What do we what do we have? Probably a hundred and twenty uh, and that's includes your emergency reserve fund also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what will the cost of this remodel be? Um, don't don't fall on your head, but probably one fifty to two hundred. So you mean two hundred? <laughs> <laughs> let's just say two hundred. Okay. Let, let's call it two hundred. Let's do it. Also, what is the house worth right now? Three twenty. Tell me about the mortgage. What do you got? Two twenty. And what's the interest rate? Uh, two and a half percent. Oh, my God. 30 year? Uh, 20 year. Mm, all right. Whatever. I'm not touching that. All right. What are our options here? Uh, anything else? Any other assets that are floating around? Anything else that I need to know about? Any rental property? Any life insurance policy that has um, cash in it? Anything I can get my grubby little hands on? No life insurance. Well, term life, I guess. Yep. But yep. um so we have two rental properties. Both don't have a mortgage on them. They're kind of low-end properties. So I'd say combined, they're worth like 300K. And then we have 170K in a brokerage. Wait a minute. You, what were you holding out on me for? So wait a second. The brokerage, where is that held? The brokerage account. Fidelity. How is that invested, that 170? Tell me about that. Uh, so this is where we probably weren't so smart. It's like stock ETFs. Okay, that's all right. So what? How long have you been doing that? Is there a gain on these assets? Is there a loss? What do you think you got? I think we have a gain because it's like over a long time mm-hmm. that we've been building that up. Yeah, but did you make any dopey moves that would give you a loss some in part of this account? I'd have to actually look at it, but mm-hmm. I think we're, we're still positive Probably. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. 
If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores, like Urban Outfitters, Fenty Beauty, and Expedia, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cashback. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Term life, how much on each of you? My husband has a million and a half. I have less because I, I'm actually not able to qualify for more. So I have 800000 total. Good lesson, right? Get as much as you can when you're young and healthy, right? Yeah, I wish somebody would have told me that. I'm sorry. You're, you know, I would have been there for you. Uh, do you have your estate docs done? Estate yes. documents? Yeah, good. So here's what I'm thinking. And, and let me know what you're, how you are thinking this through. Those rental properties, is there a possibility that you and your husband would consider selling one of them? We would sell one of them, but the... The renter in there has been so good that we just, we, we keep saying we'll Feel sell bad. it and, and then they just keep re-upping the lease. And so it sort of feels dumb to let go of free money kind of deal. Except that it's your money and it could actually help you get your house right. fixed up. Yeah. What about the other one? Uh, the other one, because my husband is a general contractor and because it's close to us, it, it makes sense to hold on to that one. So one idea would be, this is just say we have like the ideas that are on the table and you tell me what you think. So out of the 120 of savings, we have to leave you enough money to actually be able to have an emergency reserve fund, right? And so if you look at your expenses right now, how much are those expenses about? I'd say about 10 to 12K a month. Okay. So we really need, uh, you have 120 in savings, but I need to keep 50 or 60 liquid. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so we, you know, we kind of have to have that. Uh, is your job safe? Are you like in a mostly safe-ish kind of job? I am. Okay. So if we say you have 70 for the house and we need another 130, here are the choices. One, sell one of the rental properties, cash out, pay whatever taxes do, move on, you have your money. That's your 130, right? Two, look at that Fidelity brokerage account, go through it and start combing through that and saying, well, can we sell enough? Can I, can I sell enough and pay the tax that's due and move on, be done with it, right? And so that's your 130 will come out of that. Some of that you'll have to maybe save, sell a little bit more, okay? So that's option number two. Option number three is you get some horribly high and expensive home equity line of credit. Did you price that out yet? It's six, seven percent. What is it? Yeah, it's six, six and a half percent. And we actually can't even until we actually do part of the remodel, we we can't even get enough. I know it sucks. I'm sorry. So which one seems less onerous to you selling the rental? It sounds like you really want to keep the rental property. So let's sell the brokerage account out and let's move on. And then you'll replenish it after the fact. I don't think you should borrow money to do this. You can afford to do it. You really can. I mean, it bums me out that you're going to soak up all your your liquidity from that Fidelity account. But who cares? I mean, you're young. You said you're in your 30s. You got three kids. We got to make this house more livable for you. 
We have to do that. And so to do it responsibly, I say pay cash for it. And I think you should sell the brokerage account out. Be very clear about what your tax liability is going to be. You don't make so much money to push you into a very high tax bracket. Okay. So if you think about it, right now that you guys have essentially a 15% capital gains rate, okay? Married filing jointly. It's 250 for couples to pay the 3.8% Medicare, right? But that's only on gains though. Right. Exactly right. So if you say, let's, and and it's, and it would be 15% of the gain. So let's say that you say to your, you look at this account and in that account, you say, okay, uh, we sold it for 170. Our cost basis is like 140 or 130 or one, even if it's a hundred, the $70,000 of gain gets taxed at a 15% rate. Okay. If you have more than I think a $250,000 joint take home, which I don't think you do, you're just under it. Then you pay an extra 3.8%. But Essentially, if you keep making money all the way through your career, I'd rather you pay the capital gains on that right now. And by the way, I think that paying to borrow money for you guys to do this project when you have the money is silly. The reason why my preference is the rental is that I don't have to go through all of your liquid assets. That's why I keep coming back to it, just so you know my reasoning. Right. But you guys know what you're into. Your husband's a contractor. So it's like he knows what he's doing and he has to maintain it. But if there were somebody who came around, if he said, you know what, the guy who's like uh, looked came on, talked to me and said that uh, he'd pay the wrong price for this. I mean, if someone wants to pay the wrong price for the rental, you should take it. You should. But if you'd rather blow out of the Fidelity account, then do that. And you're fine and you will be fine and you should pay for it. And that's how you should do it. Awesome. Okay. Then I have one last question on timing. Okay. Let's do it. So this is, you know, it's a whole thing to actually get this done. Do we sell now and just have the cash sitting there or do we kind of wait? When do you think this project is really going to be ready to go? The part where we need the money that's not in cash right now? Yeah. I I think it's going to be a year and a half yet. You could say, I'll roll the dice on part of it. Maybe right now, you sell out like 50 grand worth and pop it into an 18-month CD. All right, here's an 18-month CD. 4.6%, 5%. I would take 50 grand out right now and put it in uh, an 18-month CD, number one. If you want to roll the dice with it, talk to your husband. See how you both feel about this. You, You know, obviously, obviously, there is a real, there is a like real risk in hanging out and waiting. I would take all the money out right now and I'd put it in a CD. I'd put it in an 18 month CD and shut up. Or maybe I'd do half of it now and then I do a, in six months, do another, do it for a one year CD. That's what I would do because I'm wimpy. I'm too scared. You feel okay about this game plan? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, selling part now, putting it in the CD, trying to, you know, take advantage of anything that's got some losses or at least no gains. And then evaluating again, probably this time next year. I think that's good. Or even in six months. All right. Yeah. Thank you. This is this is a very helpful to just kind of have more of a firm plan. than a- Yes. And don't forget the big media room for us. If you, like Anna, 
are really thinking about a renovation. You don't want to move. You want to just do the work and you've got some plans and you got some money. You got different options. We'd love to hear from you. Go to the website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Write us your note. Let us know if you want to come on the air. And of course, we'd love to have you join us live. You can be on that website all the time with all the great content that lives there. We've got the free weekly newsletter. We've got the blog. There's appearances on TV and you can buy the new book, The Great Money Reset, so you can check it all out at jillonmoney.com. Mark Talercio is the co-host and the executive producer. Karen Kranick is our web queen. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Try to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back, and we really encourage you to do that. It's so important. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts.